Yes, guys, welcome to On Our Radar with me, Lewis Duckers. Tonight's guest, well, she's known by at least two alter egos, Gotham Goddess and Mango in Euphoria. So I suppose the question is, which one do we call you tonight? <laughs> uh, but either, either, because um, it's it's the same person. It's just me with like two cool different names. That's it. <laughs> I like it. So one for Friday night, one for Saturday night. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you've lived in the States and France, and now, mm-hmm. of course, you're in London. So how does the music scene compare in London? Um, so as, as an artist, I've only started to do my thing since I live in London. But if, you, if we're talking about like uh, bands and concerts that I've been, obviously, like in the States, there's a lot of like huge 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 things but um um i i love going to small gigs as well and like some small gigs in chicago for example really caught my heart and uh and in france um i'm not a big fan of of the music scene in france like i mean if we're talking about (laughs) what we have right now in france I really don't like it. I don't want to say anything bad, but I really don't like it. Um, for me, it's almost like like they're losing the French language. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, at least I can't connect with the music. I think what they were doing back then was like way better, even if like their album artworks, <laughs> it was funny, but... Um, yeah, like right now in France, I don't connect with anything that people are doing. So, yeah, that's so, it. So how about the band then? So you've got a backing band uh, that you've ensembled in London. And have they got a diverse taste in music? Are they all from London? Or is there a, is there a diversity within the band? So, so I'm a solo artist. So basically, they are playing my music. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and my my guitarist is from Hungary, and it's been about like eight years that he's living in London. Uh, he he was a sole promoter, so like I connected with him like straight away. He, you know, when when I am like the little naive artist, and you know, it's been since two years only that I live in London, and sometimes I can be quite naive about some stuff, and and you know he's. He knows the life in London, so you know he's there for me. Um, then he's streetwise; he's able to look out for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like a like a big brother, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I like um, it. Yeah, and then I have Jeff Jeffrey, my drummer, who's like he's English. He's from there. Um, he likes hip hop music. Matty, my guitarist, Matthias. He um he he loves rock music. Just come, he like he likes a little bit of everything. Like I have the same taste, pretty much the same taste. Like he has, he has his own tastes as well. But I think, I mean, you have to ask him, you know. <laughs> and then, um, uh, then I have James, who is currently my bass player. But it's not, it's like I just like, he just got on board, um, and I'm gonna play my first gig with him um, in three days. I mean, four days. So, 
um yeah and so i don't know that much about him right now <laughs> <Funny enough. laughs> so, he's, so he's like an audition then on the gig on the uh, night of the gig no i mean like I've, I've just seen him while like we were rehearsing and like i didn't have time to connect more with him so maybe that's something to do in the near future <laughs> it's almost like speed dating in a band <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> So yeah. let's take it right back to the start then, which was the first record that you ever bought? Um, I, f- I think that was in France, uh, obviously. Um, there was like this pop French singer called Laurie. I don't think you ever heard about her, but she was a thing back then when I was a teenager, like all the girls, literally all the girls were listening to her. And I don't know, she was, she was like, you know, the Hannah Montana, the French version. And I like, I was such a huge fan because, you know, I just wanted to be her basically. <laughs> but then, you know, like after the success stopped a little bit and then we all grew up and, and on and on and, and that's it. But yeah, I got, I got all the CDs, all, yeah, everything from her, I think. Yeah. <laughs> all the CDs and all the merch. Well, let's yeah. hear a tune now, and <laughs> it's your most recent single, Goddess. It's over to you to introduce it and tell us a little bit about it. Um, so Goddess is the last song I released on my platforms, and it's actually a song that I wrote after breaking up with my ex. <laughs> um at the beginning of 2021, I finally moved on my own after a very, very toxic, um, kind of dangerous relationship. It was really, really tough, like really, 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 really tough. And, you know, music was my therapy. So I just wrote about it. And I just, I just wanted to write an anthem basically about the fact that it's possible to, um, strive after like the worst times of your life and also I just realized by living on my own and you know taking back my power again that loving myself was the key to succeed in my life because if you love yourself first and focus on yourself first and build yourself first then you can actually have healthy relationship and bring bring good things to people and i you know i really lost myself in this relationship and so you know i needed like this good anthem to celebrate myself and to inspire other people as well so yeah <laughs> absolutely and that's told from the other side and i'm so <laughs> glad it is let's hear it now goddess yeah <laughs> Yeah, the colors. I'm the goddess. I'm the huntress. Now deal with it. 
saw some footage of your recent London gig up on your socials and you were saying just at the top of the show that you've got another gig coming up in a few days. Is the diary packed now? Have you got gigs coming up for the rest of the year or are you just, are you just feeling your way in and just sort of cherry picking as you build uh, the band? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm going with the flow, you know, I don't overthink too much, but there's definitely some stuff that are going to come. Uh, I don't want to say too much right now because, you know, sometimes it's bad to, you know, say too much. But um, about like my next gig, it's going to be at the Good Mixer in Camden. Uh, Camden Turkey. Town, yes. <laughs> yeah, 20, 26, 26th of August. It's going to be packed um, for some obvious reasons. Um, um, yeah, like it's it's gonna be a huge, like it's a small pub right but it's really really iconic and i just can't wait and it's gonna be just my third third gig ever actually like my third gig with my band and um yeah and about um other shows coming up um i might have a gig in october and another one in december for sure with like like it's gonna be really 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 big but it's not I don't like this is what's pretty sure for now but I'm pretty I'm sure that other stuff is going to come and uh, yes I would love to play outside of London but as I just started you know I was like you know I need to make myself known in London first then after I can go around a little bit in the UK and then maybe go on tour at some point who knows <laughs> absolutely 
Well, establish yourself in that kingdom and then Manchester. You've got to play Manchester. Also, Glasgow, what a crowd you get up there as well. Mm. So you're hosting the dinner party and you can invite three guests from the music industry. Who's coming round? Oh, <sighs> I've been, I've been, I don't know. Um, okay. So because I have like two two women I can relate to in the music industry right now and it's like never going to change because they're like they're like right now they're still active in the industry and I feel like I could learn a lot from them it would be first Lana Del Rey because Lana Del Rey video games I remember when that came out oh my god oh me too I I was in cafeteria of my school uh, and then I just saw this like music video on TV and I was like, this is homemade DIY. So maybe I can make it one day. So she literally made me want to do my shit. Um, She's amazing. And you need to uh, check out Kasabian's cover of that. If you've not listened to that yet I, on YouTube. I, I didn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm noting it. Um, then after I would say Grimes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I love her. Switching I love her. it up a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love her. I think in some kind of way, I'm a mix between the two, like Landera and Grimes, but French version and being my own self, of course. And then third guest, I would say. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope he's, he's not going to be mad. I'm going to say that, but uh, I'm going to say... Do you, know, do you know the band The Struts or not? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, I personally know the lead singer, uh, Luke Spiller. So I'm just going to say him because he's the one who actually made me believe in myself at the beginning of the year. Luke, so, he's coming around. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm going to bring Lana Del Rey, Grimes and Luke Spiller. Yeah. That's going to be some party. That, that's going to be... a freaking euphoric party <laughs> mango in euphoria <laughs> exactly hearts 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 everywhere but be- best thing ever and i'm i'm sure after this party we can write some pretty wicked music all together yes well talking <laughs> of wicked music let's hear another tune now golden shrine with the full-on goldfinger-esque artwork tell us about this tune Ah, so Golden Shrine, I wrote it when I was so mad. I was still like um, in in my toxic relationship I talked to you about like earlier. And I was yeah, stuck yeah. in this house. And then so my, my, so my boyfriend, he had like this, they were all living together, like this band the, where I was living. I was living with them, but I was living with my ex-boyfriend. And then one of the musicians, he had this girlfriend who started to have like a really like creepy obsession on me because I, I, I like from a day to another, she started to copy like all my freaking posts on Instagram. And like, I didn't notice at first. And then my friends started to talk to me and they were like, who's this chick who started to follow me and everything. And then, and then like, she keeps on going. And like she, she's she's a musician right now, and and she's literally like copying all my posts. Like, it's and, and it's not even like, you know, 
I understand that you can be an inspiration to people because this is what an artist is meant to be, but um, not crediting me and like, like being just so sneaky about it, it just freaking pissed me off. And I was such in a bad place back then because literally the music is everything I had. Like I have no family here. Um, like, well, I'm, I, I literally built myself on my own, like all my life. And I've done things that some people would probably not, like not to brag or anything, but I like my, there's dirt under my nails, you know? And I was yeah. really mad because I'm like, everything that, that I post, it's, it's coming from my imagination. And, and like my, br my brain is working all the time. Like it's my creativity. And I got so mad because I was in such a really awful, um, really like not awful, but I mean, <laughs> depends on who sees it. But like what I've been through was like such a very, very tough time. And like my music was literally the only thing that would allow me to escape. And then this this girl who's like trying to steal my shit. And I was like, I'm so freaking mad. So one night I took my iPad and I decided to write this. It was very simple. I started to write it on drums. And then, and that's it, Golden Shrine. <laughs> it's there. Like, the, yeah, it's basically when I say like, I'm making a golden shrine. I'm pouring a glass of wine. It means like, well, okay, keep on keep keep on copying if you want, because right now I'm building my empire. I know that I'm gonna die in peace. So, and some people, you know, they're like, you know, the best thing to do is to ignore and keep on doing you. But they, I I think they don't know how hard it is. Like how I I took it like very. I, I take things in my heart like all the time. And it's like, I felt so disrespected, like, and I'm sorry, but like, they're like, no, she's never gonna be you. So don't worry. Yeah, I know she's never gonna be me. I know that, but well, anyway, I needed to write this song to like say fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you, you know, like my, my music is just my diary. You know, I'm not like creating myself a fake world. I mean, like, Yes, of course, there's some things that come from my imagination and stuff like that, but it's mostly inspired by my own life and by my own struggles. I'm not being fake or anything. So if like um, I'm really overwhelmed by a certain feeling, then I'm going to write about it because this is my story and this is what's happening right now. That's it. <laughs> this is a big F you, Golden Shrine on yours is music. <laughs>
make a beautiful music video I think in September with one of my friends because I, I tried to do a music video earlier this year but I was so tired I was working a lot and you know and it was it was just not the right moment when I saw the the final editing I was not that happy about it and I, so I decided I'm gonna wait so I can do a really epic music video and then that's gonna be even more powerful <laughs> I think this tune deserves it absolutely. We need to see it. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's it's gonna actually like uh, it's gonna be amazing because I went really really far. Like I, you know, when you have something in your head, then like sometimes like oh maybe I'm I'm not gonna do it because they might think this or that. And then you know I came to this point this year. I'm like it's my year. I do what I want and. Like, I'm going to do what my brain is thinking about. And I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't care. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to swear, by the way, but I'm struggling a lot because I swear Oh, no, no. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. You can say what you want on this show. <laughs> you can say what you want. Okay, then. So, yes, we will, we will go again. This has become my signature question. I know it's subjective, but if you could go back in time and watch any gig anywhere, who are you choosing? <sighs> oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> so, once again, I'm going to go back with the struts. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this is the truth because it, it, it's what happened in my life. So, to... Two years ago, I mean, it was in October 2019, I went to see the Struts live for the first time ever. And that was like the most magical night of my life. I was still like, my first job when I came in London was to be in a, cl a cleaner in a hostel. I was sleeping in a room of six people, uh, literally. Like I was cleaning shit in the morning. Uh, then I was partying in the evening. 
And I went to this concert because I wanted to see them for so long because I was so absorbed by the lead singer. Um, and like, I, I don't know, I just, I just, I, I thought there was something else. And like, for me, not enough people like were like into them and that was not fair to me. But anyway, I still went to this concert and I remember after this concert, I was like, I don't want to have a normal life. I don't want to, I don't want to. And like, it was magical. And now it's even more magical because this same evening, I called I call the towel of Luke uh, because he just threw the freaking towel in the, in the public. And, you know, I had this towel for two years and it was just taking the dust everywhere. <laughs> and then uh, at some point, you know, I was asking like groups of fans, like, do you want the towel? Like, do you want a towel? Do you want a towel? I never got rid of this towel. And then, you know, after like I broke up with my ex-boyfriend and a few days after, um, I started to chat with Luke Spiller like the lead singer and 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 I was like I'm that must be a joke that must not be real I don't believe it no it's like and then one evening he knocked on my door <laughs> he knocked on your door <laughs> yeah. wow <laughs> and well yeah and like since since then um like we saw each other again and since then um like he's he's helping me a lot like he's mentoring me actually and you know like I started to put glitters under my eyes like not like just just because I thought it looked cool because you know I had like so much dark circles that I just wanted to hide them and then and then Luke was like you know always putting glitters under his eyes as well and and I was like I found it crazy like oh and then he offered me some glitters as well. So I could put it on for my shows as well. He offered me a nice scarf and everything. And now that's the best thing ever because this, these little things made me really, really embrace myself. Like I started to know my worth. And then after you have like your favorite rock star ever, who's like, you have a bright future. And that that is just still surreal to me so I would go back to that concert to live this night again but maybe knowing the fact that I would meet the lead singer and he would be my friend two years later that would that would, that would take off the, that would take the magic away but this night was magic it, ma it made me want to have like a wonderful life so yeah <laughs> The stuff literally that dreams are made of. But would the towel <laughs> would the towel stay on the sideboard for two years? <laughs> That's what I, I want to know. Um, yeah, I still like I'm looking at it right now. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's still there. And I remember um, I like I spilled some some prosecco when when I was like with Luke, and he was like, and I was looking for a towel to to wipe it. And then he was like, do you want to use my towel? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm living it. I'm living it like this because this towel still has like some foundation on it from his show two years ago. And I don't know. It's okay. It, it might, I might seem fucking crazy, but it's, it's special to me. It has, it has a special value. <laughs> Rock and roll. Right yeah. <laughs> 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 and that takes me on. I love 
a quote from you in a previous interview. <laughs> and you said, I want to be an advocate for the misfits. You have to fight for who you are. And how true is that? What a mantra. Uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, the reason why, like, there's no reason. I'm just being myself, you know? Like, some people, like, sometimes are asking me, like, why this character, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but this is not a character. This is just me. I'm just being me. And I want to be, I want to show people that you can succeed in life by being your authentic self because authenticity is power like to me it is you just absolutely 100 yeah there's so many people out there like who are trying to be someone they're not just to fit uh, in the society but if you are one unique human being is to be yourself not to be a copy paste of someone else or you know like i hate you know, sometimes I go out just because I need to buy something. And then I go, for example, uh, let's say Westfield, because before when I was like working in this hostel, I used to go shopping in Oxford Street. But now when I need like something quickly from like big stores, I go to Westfield in Shepherd's Bush. And then... Shout out to Shepherd's uh, Bush, where uh, one of the best bands The Who came oh from. Oh my God. Oh, it's a jungle. <laughs> it's a jungle. But, <laughs> but like I go there and sometimes I see so many people. They're like, so they seem so sad. Like you see a huge crowd of people that are, you see them, they're so sad, so out of life. Or you see groups of people who are like, you see that like they're just like, trying to fit in the society and there's nothing unique about them but the reason why it's because they're stuck in the system like this is how i see the things it's like the world we live in doesn't allow to be ourselves and that's really really hard to fight to be yourself in this world but that's actually the truth because if someone if someone is laughing at what you're doing or your dreams or your goals um it means that you should probably keep on going because you're going to succeed in what you're doing because you're doing something very unique that's how i see things absolutely embrace a different yeah be yeah. different be different like who wants to be perfect yeah. imperfection yeah. nobody's perfect imperfection but also also after quirkiness. you know when when you when you keep on doing yourself and then you look back at yourself you're like I'm actually proud of what I've done because I am this and nobody else can do do it. Like anybody can like inspire, um, like you, you can be inspired by someone, but like the fact that you're doing you, you like making your life a work of art. This is what's so special about it. Exactly. Well, Miss Mango in Euphoria, <laughs> it's been amazing having you on and what a mantra to end on. And we can't wait to listen to what's next from you. We can't wait to see you in some gigs coming up. I reckon mm -hmm. that December show is going to be massive. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh you said, how, how, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a December show and it's going to be really, really huge. So we'll just 
stay tuned <laughs> stay tuned watch this space yeah exactly and we've got one more tune to play us out and it's called never be the same <laughs> Waiting for the 